Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun in the most beautiful place on Earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. And Greg is here. Hello. And, fellas, we've done some big shows before, volcano-sized shows, but this is the big kahuna. Here comes spring. We're on the precipice of Memorial Day, and we have to get in there and start slugging away with the fun things coming. We have a solemn duty of fun to perform here on the broadcast today. Here, here. Oh, yeah. It's mid-May, but that doesn't mean mid-fun. That means mega-fun ahead. That's right. Let's do the show rundown. Today, we will tell you about the Beachcomber opening in Wellfleet next week. You can get a coveted season pass if you go on the first night. We also discuss waterfront Cape Cod bars. And hey, do you want to be an extra in a TV crime drama shot in P-Town? We've got the details. That's coming up this weekend. And how about this? The Wellfleet Drive-In is open. And they have a great retro double feature this weekend. Stay tuned for details. Meanwhile, Mung has a beach crisis. So we discuss best beach chairs, bathing suits, and the essential swim shirt kind of stuff. Do you like playing pool? Well, Mung does, and he went to a bar and played pool and had a good time. And he's going to give us a report on a great Cape Cod bar with a billiard table or two. We have a spring walk of the week. A great trail in Yarmouth Port with wicked marsh views. We're going to tell you all about how to get marsh mellow. Oh, but let's check the forecast. Yellow Port Cape and Isles weather forecast. Here at Greg, you can stop being grumpy about the weather. The theme that has been running through this newsroom <laughs> all week long is your complete flip-out caterwauling, hair-pulling tantrum about the bad spring. But let me tell you, Greg, look at Saturday. Mostly sunny with a high near 62, not much wind. And Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 61. I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to embrace it until it actually happens. So you are doubting government weather experts now, Greg. Well, I mean, this just hasn't been a great spring. So you don't trust the government. (laughs) I, of course I trust the government. Why don't you go take up residence in an embassy for a few years (laughs) and leak a bunch of stuff in a Sangify. (laughs) If that's the way you feel about the USA, Greg. Okay. Is there an Ecuadorian embassy? See nearby? I think there might be one in Howichport. Or maybe it's yeah. Chatham. I don't know. I Is don't there know. one down there? <laughs> we don't know, but Greg has been just complaining. Oh, I just and, uh, here won't he still believe is. it until it happens. It's been it's been so bad. How I, bad I was, has it been? I was I was looking at New York Times the other day and uh, they quoted Mark Twain of all people. Okay, which you cannot impugn anything Mark Twain says. He once said He was about, a smoker. 
<laughs> he once said about the vagaries of spring, I have counted 136 different kinds of weather inside of 24 hours. He always had a way of just, in, you know, condensing something into just a, a few words. Do you know that they had snow in a Western Mass? A few words, Mass? unlike the amount of words you have launched this week <laughs> and are continuing to launch now about the weather. Did you know that it snowed in Western Mass on Sunday? Well, what? we have snow no control. In May? What? We have did, no control over that area. Ridiculous. Did, did you know that for the 14 days in May, 10 of them were below average well, in, in, in temperature? Did you also know that my Maine Coon Cats are two beautiful, hairy, very matted we have to Maine stop Coon Cats We've got last, to stop last Monk. week? Monk, stop him. Got groomed. All right, that's it. And they've been shivering. His mic is off. I cannot take <laughs> any more of this. More, more Coon Cat talk. Oh, man. Now, turn my mic off. That's right. How can you do that? we got to keep rolling here, but we can say that Monk did some research. That's censorship. After being spurred on by your uh, weather heresy, uh, and uh, we found out the temperature. I haven't even gotten to the, to the culprit, why um, it's been so don't yeah, start yeah, bringing why? up no, the polar no. vortex or your convergence theory or something to do uh, with a hot pot. No, it's, it's got a, nothing to do with the polar vortex. I keep. Is it cannabis? What, what is, is it? What is the truth here? Oh, you you want to no, know? No, I don't want to yes, know. Yes, yes. I don't want to know. No, no, we no, need no. to go go. We have lots no, no, to no, do. No. It's the convergence of soaking wet weather from the south and west and cold air gliding in. From Canada. All right, all right. It's all Why over, though. It's going to be a great weekend. Do you little, stop it, Monk? <laughs> a little, stop it now. A little science, you know, animals, shivering Maine Coon cats. It sucks. <laughs> That's what we say about that. That's ah. an, Although it did spur us on to check out water oh, temperature. Yeah, yeah. More this, this boring weather stuff. Mung huh? went into the science bin, and he got some uh, a good deal on some uh, sort of out-of-stock data. And uh, Mung, your report here tells me that right now... The temperature at Woods Hole in the water, I guess that's Nantucket Sound, sort yeah, of? Yeah, 52 yeah. 52 degrees. That's too cold to go swimming. So that, seems, are, that, seems, you know, that seems shivery seems to me. Seems a little low right now, so we have shivery. a way to go to get up to swimming temperature, which is roughly 65 to 70, Mung, would you say? I would say so. And what does that chart say in terms of dates for 65 to 70? Uh, that would be uh, June 16th. We might Ooh. get to 65. And then July 1st, 70. Nice. And maybe we cruise into the 72 territory as we move into August. So we got a ways to go, swimming fans. One month and we can go in the water? I like this news. We'll see what happens. We got your tides this weekend for Saturday, May 18th. We have, oh, it's about noon for your high tide, about 6 o'clock at night for your low tide, and about an hour later that later than that on Sunday. But enough about this murky, cloudy weather, which I think has all driven us a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's yeah, anger. Gee, you think so? Yeah, I think so, yeah, crazy Greg. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You want to just... Oh. Yeah. Come on. Oh, oh, get, get away. Pull me off him. Monk. Oh, my. Monk, grab me. Oh, I'll get you next time, like sucker. Re- yeah, sure. Greco-Roman rattling. I'll totally yeah. get yeah, you next yeah. time. Grab me, huh? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I'll give you the old twisteroni. The rope That's my wrestling move. The rope-a-dope. That's right. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, like leave you tied in a salt works to just slowly <laughs> dehydrate. And that's what's going to happen. Twisteroni. That's like my favorite calzone. The twisteroni. Where can you get those, Monk on Cape? Hmm. I don't know. All right. Important news, fellas. I'd say the Beachcomber is probably the most famous, legendary, dreamed of bar on Cape Cod, a seasonal bar in Wellfleet at Cahoon Hollow on the mighty Atlantic. Everyone seems to love it and have some crazy stories. 
Maybe they've seen some great bands. Yep. It's always a big day when the Beachcomber opens for the season, and there's an added bonus. May 23rd is coming up next week, next Thursday. It's opening night at the Beachcomber in Wellfleet at 1120 Cahoon Hollow Road in Wellfleet. It's locals' night. It's opening night. It's free season pass with each paid admission of $10 that evening. And you can see Earth Jr., the Greenheads Quartet, and the Ticks. Ooh, we love oh, the, the Ticks. Ticks. Love the Ticks. Oh, my God. They're That's right. right. They're great still around. Band. Yeah. So um, you get your free season pass, which Mung and I have been trying to figure out. I think it offers you free admission to sort of regular music acts, not mm-hmm. the national mm-hmm. acts. Maybe a discount at the gift store. But it does mean that certain nights when it's like a $10 cover, I think you get in for free. Yeah, it's all about saving money with this pass. Get up there, get go there the first day, get this pass, and then you won't have to pay all that it stuff. It is a coveted pass to maybe the most famous bar on Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. It opens at 8 p.m. The bands start at 10. That's a week from Thursday on May 23rd, 2019. It's so great to think about the Beachcomber being open and all the fun in the dunes in Wellfleet. And we were thinking, like, what are some of the other places on Cape Cod that are waterfront establishments where you could tip one back mm-hmm. and enjoy that incredible water view? Yep. Which I think is, you know, drinking's always good, right? We all love drinking. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, sure. But, I'd but give thumbs up to drinking. Thumbs up to drinking from, um, even if you're at home around the kitchen table, having a drink can be pleasant. Oh, sure. Now you add a water view, Greg. It's doubly wonderful. Oh, man, it's so nice. Uh, so here's a couple other, you know, we, we're talking about it. I haven't been to a lot of these, but Mung, maybe you. This would be the uh, uh, Ocean, Ocean House Restaurant Beach Bar, and that's Old Wharf Road in Dennisport. I've been by the restaurant there directly on the water, and the picture on the website. Yeah, this place looks, looks great. Pretty I've, I've been wanting to go the last couple of years, but for some reason I haven't been able to go there, but it looks like to have a, a cool little uh, area where you can drink outside and just hear the ocean and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Mong, return to your watery mm. roots. Poseidon is calling man. me. You're a mermung. <laughs> Mung, come, come back. back into the water. Uh, he was actually in a movie that was uh, like <laughs> Splash, but it was called Splat. He fell off his bar stool. It's called Splat. Oh, boy. So the other ones we were talking about, um, it's the Beach House Grill at the Chatham Bars Inn. Now, this is in a lovely, lovely location. It's across the street from the Chatham Bars Inn, right down there on the water. Incredible view in Chatham of the fishing boats coming in and out of there. Mm-hmm. It might be kind of fancy. I had uh, a relative have his wedding reception there, and it was it is unbelievably beautiful. It's so splendid. Yeah, that comes uh, with a recommendation from our editor, Paul Pronovo, who says definitely get down there, but make sure... You wear your Nantucket Reds. Nantucket Reds? Is that a cologne for men? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> what are you talking about? It must be be like one of those like biker bandanas, one of those red ones that they tie in the back and they just hop on a hog. Now got... we're talking about those red pants, aren't oh, we? Oh, yes, those red pants. Those, <laughs> those red, red Nantucket red, pants. Red shorts. Oh, yeah, always, oh, always, yes. always in fashion. Yes. You, I don't know. If you're at the How are we going to get into that place, Potentially you could get that at Vineyard Vines, maybe? I don't know. That gives you free entree. 
If Hello, you're wearing everybody. Those, it's nice to be here. I may have at, a mimosa, please. Look yeah. at my look at my spiffy pants. So it's like a Thurston Howell the third place. Exactly. Mm, Love yes. it. Yeah. Love it. Please pour me another cocktail. Yeah. No, I, we were there doing a video. They were very nice there. Uh, the bartender was showing us some summer drinks, and boy, he made some colorful and delicious, tasty drinks. I think I might have had one of those actually. Oh, when drinking I was on the job, eh? Whoops! Oh. That's a hail. Oh, what? Uh, what? I, I got to report I, you to OSHA. I think I took a sip. Or the ocean. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Report me to the ocean. Hey, there's another drunk guy on land. Hey, ocean, what are you going to do about it? He's heard those reports before. All over the world. Ocean doesn't care about the drunks on land. And Harwich got Brax Landing on that Sequatucket Harbor. Oh, yeah. Sequatucket Harbor is nice. That's a nice view. It is a nice view of Brax Landing. There's a nice Mm -hmm. marina to watch boats at. In Bourne, you get the lobster trap. On some kind of inlandy waterway, is that salt or is that fresh? It's got a lovely view, and I've been there for big both. (laughs) The best of both worlds. It's salt and fresh, but it is nice down there in Bourne. That's 290 Shore Road in Bourne. They have kind of a wholesale business, but they have a nice restaurant. They've always been nice down there. They showed us blue lobsters and stuff, which is always intriguing. Up in Provincetown, a couple suggestions. One of my favorite places on all of Cape Cod with a water view. Uh, is the Aquarium Mall, 207 Commercial Street. It's sort of an indoor place with uh, different kind of restaurants, takeout places. And then you can walk through this mall, and at the back is a giant deck with the aqua bar, which you can get a drink at. But you can also bring your food from the other restaurants out there, and it's kind of just find yourself a spot and look out at Provincetown Harbor. What a view. So spectacular. And it's kind of on the cheap, too, which is really something we like here at the Fun Show. We are cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go get a burrito or some Chinese food. You bring it out there. Maybe you grab a beer at the Aqua Bar. Wow. And the world is before you in Provincetown. That sounds you could spend hours there, actually. Yeah, I have spent hours a there. a beautiful just, day in Provincetown. I mean, looking at that harbor, when, mm-hmm. the, when the light is right, I mean, you feel like an artist. Mm, yeah. You know, Greg, you could do some plein air painting. Oh, yeah. Ooh, you could take you out yeah. your sketchbook and yeah. say, excuse me, Yeah. I'd like to do a still life, and then can I have a fry? <laughs> <laughs> can I just have one of those delicious French fries? Uh, another place in P-Town, of course, the Red Inn. I don't know if there's a more beautiful spot. That's way in the West End at 15 Commercial Street going out toward the breakwater. That's kind of a fancy place. Fancy place, but if you can get that table right uh, at the mm. window with that gorgeous view, even if you just say, "Hey, I want to wait for this specific table just to get a view," it's worth it, even if you have to wait hours. Yeah, but it's kind of expensive, Mung. Mm, it is expensive. You might have to liquidate some four hundred one k, but it's, it's <laughs> worth it. Maybe it is. Have you ever eaten there? I have not eaten there, but I've definitely had a drink overlooking the uh, the beautiful harbor, and it's just awesome. Oh, Mung, beautiful I can Cape see Cod the Bay. far mm. away look in your eyes as you relive that beautiful moment at the Red End. Uh, we also have in Sandwich the Pilot House. Now, that's over by the Canal Visitor Center, if I'm not mistaken, overlooking the Sandwich Marina. Yeah, Gallo Road is uh, where the Pilot House is. I haven't been there either, but talk about a great spot. That is one of my favorite places to hang out and watch the canal traffic. Mm-hmm. Little things, big things, barges, who knows what, Coast Guard vessels? Everything. You, you, might, might, even, get you might even see a dolphin in the canal. We, we've L- seen them. We've heard reports of whales going mm-hmm. through. A whale. mm-hmm. yep. And yep. we have heard yep. reports of mink. Mink down there at the canal. That's true. The animal mink. Mink? Are you related to mink mung? <laughs> yes. <laughs> mink and mung go together like the that's great the, fine wine. That's a buddy and cop cheese. movie. Mink and mung. Mink and mung. <laughs> All sounds, right. Sounds like the ultimate buddy film, doesn't it? Mink yeah. and mung on a road trip. Yeah. They're vigilantes. They're sampling different foods at the best restaurants on Yelp. It's mink and mung. Smoking cigars. <laughs> Speaking of Provincetown, guys. A town we love dearly and love to visit and have had so much fun in over the years. Here's your chance. 
This is a chance that you guys must jump on. Do you want to be an extra in a TV crime drama, Hightown, that's going to be shot in Provincetown? Mung? Of course. Okay. Where do I sign up? It's your audition. I need to uh, sort of like take a look at you, and I need you to give me just a little reading from something that you've done, and would love to use you, but it's got to fit this whole scene, and go. Well, I'm one of those old-timey detectives, and I'm looking for who hid the uh, sand pail. Who hid the... (laughs) This is a a beach mystery. Um, Nah. Next. Oh. How about you, Greg? He bombed. All right, Greg, what we need in this scene is kind of a good cop. You're talking to a suspect. It's a crime drama. You're trying to butter up a dirt ball who's committed the crime, but you're trying to get him to talk. So here we go, and action. Okay. You know, uh, you know, I know, and everyone in this room knows that you are innocent. We, we know that. We know that. But, you know, you got to help us out a little here. You got to give us a little something to help us out if you could, okay? Well, I don't know that, partner. I'm, I'm innocent of this crime. I don't like the way you're looking at me. And could you get me a soda? If you don't, like, give us something, you know, just a little something. It doesn't have to be much, you know. I'm gonna, All right. My, my All partner's right. waiting All outside right. in the I, hallway. I jaywalked across Lope Square. I'm sorry about it. I was going to John's foot long, for Christ. <laughs> what's a big deal? We're going to throw the book at you. And that is beautiful. Oh, I think I uh, Greg I would watch the job. that show. Yeah, tough. So anyway, producers of the soon-to-be-filmed TV show Hightown hmm. are seeking local extras for the crime drama, which will be set in Provincetown. I think someone finds a body, there's some kind of drug thing, wow. and we launch an investigation. Sure. We want to get wow. to the bottom of this. Sure. Interesting. Those interested in being extras are asked to come to the Provincetown Inn, one commercial street in Provincetown, between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. on May 18th. That's Saturday, right? Yeah. That's Saturday. Applicants are required to bring a photo. However... If you are unable to uh, submit it, uh, unable to attend, you can send a photo and contact information and dates you are available to. Write this down, Mung. BostonCastingPTown at gmail.com. BostonCastingPTown at gmail.com. It's a contemporary crime drama, Hightown. The story uh, scripted uh, starts uh, Carnival Weekend when a body washes ashore in Provincetown and is discovered by an irreverent National Marine Fisheries Services officer who becomes determined to solve the murder. The officer will be played by former Chicago Fire star Monica Raymond. Anyone? Hmm. Monica Raymond, Chicago Fire? I don't... That was the series where Mrs. O'Leary's cow, she kicks over the lantern. Oh, that. Everyone yells, fire, fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) The night Chicago died. Yeah, I remember that. As uh, immortalized in the Paper Lace song, The Night Chicago Died? The Night Chicago Died. Oh, I hate that song. What? (laughs) That's like a 70s song, right? Well, so what? It's about a fire. It's about Chicago. And now there's a crime drama and you guys could be stars. Hmm. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm totally going to get the part. I have experience with being uh, extra. or stand. I was a stand-in for the State Puff Marshmallow Man. In uh, Ghostbusters. So I have a lot of uh, experience with these Hollywood types. Did you ever get on film at all, or did uh, Stay Puff show up, get out of his trailer in time to do the scenes? Uh, No, they just thought I was the marshmallow, and they just ate me. (laughs) 
Well, there's a Ghostbusters bit of trivia. We did not know that, Mung. Eaten <laughs> by the Ghostbusters or the citizens of New York or yes, what happened? Yes, to all. You were uh, chased <laughs> down the, the streets of Manhattan by uh, urchins holding mugs of hot cocoa. Who are you going to call? Who are just grabbing pieces of you and <laughs> stuffing them into their mugs? <laughs> yeah, who are you going to call? Mung Mellow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, speaking of classic movies, which we all dearly love, uh, this is exciting. I live in Wellfleet, and so I drive past the giant marquee of the Wellfleet Drive-In, and it's always exciting to see that it was that it's open. Last week, I think they did Avengers, Ooh. which is so long, I don't think they had two features. It was just one feature, <laughs> which is rare for the drive-in. They're still watching it right but, now. It's such a long movie. <laughs> oh, man. This weekend, uh, Friday... May 17th, Saturday, May 18th, it's a retro double feature that's going to really tickle you guys. The Goonies. And Love it. Beetlejuice. Wow. Greg. Okay. I've seen Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is good. I've never seen the other film, though. The Goonies. Maybe the ultimate uh, kid adventure movie? The Goonies is legendary. Oh, yeah? Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. Uh, great mystery. Mm. Pirates. Mm. All sorts of cool stuff. Okay. And cool. I love Beetlejuice. One of my favorites. Say it once, say it twice. Third time's a charm. <laughs> That's a great uh, double feature. You don't have to wait till the summer to go to the drive-in. That's what's great. It's kind of, uh, it starts at dark, so when's dark? It's getting, it's kind of late, right? Like hmm. 8 o'clock Yeah, now? I was going to say by the time summer rolls around, isn't it? Right here, they have the, you know, the sun times. Approximately 8, 10 p.m. the Goonies will start. Hmm. And approximately 10, 15 p.m. Beetlejuice. Wow. That's such an iconic place, is it not? It's so much fun to go there. And I think, uh, oh, Note this, uh, cash only for drive-in box mm. office. Wow. But at the snack bar and mini golf, they do accept credit cards. That's good, because that's where I would go. Well, Greg, a guy like you, you go to the drive-in through the years. It's not about the movies. It's about, you know, necking. It's having a date. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's having a date, you know, maybe having like a, you know, some, some refreshment of some sort. Just like in Greece, oh, you smuggle some guys in the trunk so they don't have to pay? <laughs> you ever do that? Uh, <laughs> You're funny. So this is what? The uh, one of three, two, three drive-ins left in the state of Massachusetts? You had some trivia facts. I looked it up at one point. The closest one to us, I think, is just over the Rhode Island border, which sounds like a good one. It's like maybe a two-drive-in place. Mm. And beyond that, there's there one in Menden, right? Menden drive-in, and then so maybe mm -hmm. three in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. There's not many of these places left. Well, I mean, the Cape used to have one in well, Yarmouth, Hyannis, right. uh, Dennis, just down the street from me. When mm -hmm. I was a kid, we could actually hear the the horn. You know, the cars beeping. You know, when the when the stuff when the show didn't start on time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was one in Falmouth. Jeez, they're all gone. Well, all you know, real estate's expensive. Gone, except for this place. So Which, we're happy to have the folks yeah. in Wellfleet do right. this, and we're also happy to have them keep the indoor movie theater open year-round. It's amazing. Oh. Hmm. A town of 2,500 people, I'm and really, in the winter, I'm, it's hardly anybody. Sometimes you go in there, you're the only person watching the movie. Hmm. But they keep it open, thank goodness for that, uh, because... There's not a lot been, of options for the people in the Outer Cape. No. Place. I mean, it's either go, like go uh, cannibalism or the Wellfleet Cinema. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tasty. Oh, boy. Boy, do we go see a film. Hmm. If you had to, Greg, you'd be a cannibal, right? I think so, yeah. Um, I think if you had the right kind of meat and maybe some, uh, uh, you know, salt, ketchup, ketchup, ketchup would be an, an, an essential. If, if, if I couldn't have ketchup, I wouldn't do it. That was a trick question, Mung, but wow, he admitted I'm, a lot right there. I'm running out of the room. I'm scared. 
Now he's looking at you in a different way. Now you look like a giant rotisserie chicken when he looks at you. <laughs> you look, you look yeah, so why are you tasty. Drool- why, are you, why are you drooling? <laughs> you look so tasty. Oh, great. Oh, no. Oh, I got my... Fo- why Why fork. is he pinching your forearm? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, nice and... Why are you sprinkling <laughs> Parmesan cheese on me? <laughs> nice and tender. <laughs> Don't marinate me. I'm your co-worker. Mmm. Oh, Mung. Mm, it's for Mung. Mung, speaking of Mung, this is uh, one of the most disturbing things I have ever heard, and I don't understand it because you sort of uh, put yourself forth as Mr. Beach. Not Dr. Beach, who we do know and loved out of Florida, but Mr. Beach, Senor right. Beach. You seem to know everything. Mm-hmm. You've got all this stuff, and yet this piece of paper in front of me says, Mung. Beach crisis. <laughs> this is it's like rough. Nightline. <laughs> Beach crisis. What's this all about, Mung? I'm gonna need you two to help talk me off the ledge here because I'm really down. I'm really Jump. depressed. Jump. Yeah. Yeah. So I was say, You're like, talking, no, let's talk not talk you down. No, no way. We'll get you down quick. <laughs> well, uh, we'll just push you. Just probably four or five weeks ago on this show, I started sounding the alarm to get prepared for the beach in May. That was like the best thing. Well, then it rained for a month. That was my advice. Yeah, see? And now... Stop it, Greg. Now we're in mid-May, and my whole life has completely collapsed in terms of beach preparation, and I don't know what to do. We've got three or four weeks till we can actually get in the water, but I have done nothing. I have not gotten my lotion. I don't know if I'm doing SPF 5, SPF 120... I lost my snorkel. I need to repair my beach chair. I don't even have a transistor radio to listen to the Red Sox on the beach. Good. And it's like, I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. All right. Let's address these concerns, uh, Greg. Uh, we can do this. Uh, the doctor is in. Yay. Okay. First of all, you need a bathing suit. That's is that true. true? What happened to your old bathing suit? Well, uh, my ma- my mankini, which is kind of like a like a hairy speedo, snapped. Not I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. It snapped the wrong way, and I can't get my uh, mankini mankini tailor to repair it in time. Who would do that job? Uh, a very, very, very brave, brave. Someone with soul. a tape measure and some clamps. I mean, who's going to do that job? <laughs> <laughs> Who would ever? So you you had a regular cheap bathing suit, right? Cheap bathing suit, and now I just don't know what to do. All right, I, I've got nothing. What do you got? I will tell you right now to get the to. Up to the Pump House Surf Shop in Orleans, the only authorized dealer in Massachusetts of Birdwell Beach Britches, the ultimate in board shorts, you know, bathing suits. They don't have a liner. They're made out of this almost like sail-type plastic cloth. It's impervious. It's incredible. Hmm. It's not affected by chlorine. They cinch up really nice. You got to get, you almost have to try them on. You know, and I know that's tough. You got to go into the thing and take everything off. I don't oh. know if they make you wear like a paper underpants thing. <laughs> Those poor empl- employees of the store. Forget about the shocked employees, Mung. The whole thing here is to avoid chafing. I know chafing has chased you all your life. I've had chafing nightmares. <laughs> At the beach. At the beach and while I sleep. <laughs> Because your bathing suit, and this can happen to anybody, it just kind of rides up your thigh or something and it starts rubbing and rubbing. These Birdwell Beach britches do not chafe. 
Yay. Wow. So, I mean, it that's, is. That's impressive. Well, Greg, he's been deeply involved in chafing issues and solving I, chafing uh, issues. Salves, potions, extra towels. Oh, my God. Yeah, I bring an extra towel. Sometimes you're swimming and then you want to play a, a game of beach bocce and it's not all dry down there. You got to make sure everything's Good. dry. I hope we have someone to censor this because I'm, I, I can't believe we're now deeply I, this is, this is, this is totally, into chafing time. This is totally alien to me. I mean, I just don't chafe. I don't chafe. Well, you're a jerky, tough New Englander, Greg. I am tough. <laughs> Wicked tough. And it's all that baby powder you use. <laughs> I do have my secrets, yes. You smell great, man. Thanks. It's thanks. fantastic. Thanks all right, so anyway, Birdwell Beach Bridges are worth considering, though they are pricey. 85 bucks, maybe something like that. And they do sell them at the Pump House Surf Shop in Orleans. A very cool store. It might be worth it, Mung. Now, Mung, you tell me your beach chair is in trouble. Yeah, it needs some repairs. Well, what happened? What kind do you have and what went wrong? Um, it's one of those like fold up like style that you'd bring like to a concert, like if you're watching a concert on the lawn. It's like one of those and, cheapies. Yeah, one of those cheapies, but it's for for bigger people. You know, mung. It's between like you know two hundred and fifteen hundred pound people or beings. Fifteen hundred pound people can see it, can sit on it. Um, but it's but it's having some issues with one of the legs, and I haven't had time to repair it, and I don't even know what you to do. You need a new beach chair, Mung, exactly. and I'm here to tell you. It sounds like I need a new beach chair. Oh, All yeah. you got to do is go to LawnChairUSA.com. I know I sound like a walking commercial here. <laughs> yeah, how much are you getting paid for all these endorsements? Lawn chairs. I get huh? lawn chairs. No, I yeah. searched for the perfect lawn chair. I was looking for a retro lawn chair, one of those aluminum ones from grandparents' backyards of yore. I love those. Lawn Chair USA. This is what they say, bringing back an American classic. Lawn Chair USA's goal was to capture the timelessness of America's classic aluminum lawn chair. The nostalgic image has been recreated with comfort, quality, and style in the forefront of our minds. Our chairs are made with lightweight, rust-free aluminum frames and durable, high-quality fade-resistant webbing made in the USA. Wow. Made in the USA. These are beautiful chairs. They run about 50 bucks or so, which is tough. That's not that much. I already... Yeah, because how much does a crappy chair cost? 16 well, bucks? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how long are these chairs going to last? They're, they're probably going to outlast the, the crummy chairs by years and years. Well, right? I've owned the Charleston Magnum chair. Beautiful color. I got it for uh, on sale. Uh, it goes for like fifty four ninety nine, but they run 20% off sales. And for Father's Day... I'm going to ask for the Sea Island Highback Beach Chair. Ooh. These things are unbelievable. Wow. I got my dad one of these for Christmas, and now we have almost matching beautiful chairs for our youth soccer games. Mm. Everyone else is shifting around in their cheapy seats. Yep. We got the LawnChairUSA.com. It's a fun website. The colors just pop from that webbing. Uh, really fun and totally worth the money, Mung. What do you say? I say I love it, and thanks for pointing me in the direction of that website, because I've been going to LawnChairsUSSR.com. Oh, no. And, and the chairs are made of broken bottles of vodka. That's a big slam, uh, and I hope uh, Mr. Putin is not listening to you right now, Mung. Uh, he has a fine country. He's been doing fine things. and Great things. And when you he go for the does. weekend in the Dhaka, you want to uh, have a chair that's made in the, in the homeland there. He that's does right. not tolerate critics. <laughs> That's it for Mung. Oh, well. And Mung, this is the most important thing. It's the swim shirt. Men of a certain age or girth need to cover up their tops, both for dermatological reasons. Skin cancer is something serious here. Mm -hmm. But for aesthetic reasons. You know, if you got a whole lot of Mung hanging out over your new Birdwell beach shorts, (laughs) you might want to cover them up. I've been wearing a uh, long-sleeve 
surf rash guard from Coolabar, C-O-O-L-I-B-A-R, Coolabar.com for many years. It's got like a mock turtleneck top. Good. And it makes you look Grief. slim. Yeah. It feels great. And wow. you don't have to put any uh, sunscreen on the hard to reach areas of your back. You know what that's like, Greg. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. Well, that's why you have someone else do it. Like your butler? Yeah. So you've got you've got a sunscreen butler. That's right. Named Hans. <laughs> Hans, my back requires sunscreen. I am so tired of his hairy back. <laughs> if I would not put it on properly. He would burn. <laughs> so no, I mean, so Mung, you got to get a, a swim shirt too. I, I don't know if they'd make one that could fit my body type. <laughs> I, they make them I in just, giant size. I sizes. just bear it all, and hopefully everyone looks away. How about you, Greg? Do you take your shirt off at the beach? Yeah. Why? Whoa. I mean, I'm I'm still I'm still kind of svelte. I mean I'm not that's in true. shape. I mean I'm not as good as I was. Did, Mung, does, say does svelte, 10 years does ago. svelte mean emaciated? <laughs> Is that the thesaurus kind of thing right there? Yeah. Remember that guy Fabio? Yes, yes. If I had hair, I'd look like Fabio. That has Ooh. he has nothing to do with this conversation, in Greg. I just wanted to mention Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Greg hasn't been on the cover of romance novels. Oh, insulting. I've been insulting. That's so funny. Yeah, who's on the cover of that series of romance novels called The Poindexter? <laughs> Greg, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he had like a pirate shirt on. He's like, "I'll fix your computer." <laughs> it, led, it led to romance. <laughs> Can a Geek Squad member somehow sweep the beautiful widower off widow off the sweet seat of her pants? Like uh, stuck cut. That's bad. You know what I'm trying to say. I do. You, uh, you, uh, you and the ladies, Greg. Uh, I, that's, that's beautiful. That is. So that's why you wear sun sun shirts. It's, uh, you got the rash guards are cool, great colors, and when you go to the the beach, it's like you put a little sunscreen on your face and hands and legs, and you're ready to go. Wow. So that's my recommendation. Does it does it keep you kind of you know when you're swimming? Does it keep you kind of streamlined so you can swim faster? Well, one of my uh, favorite things to do is like go out into the middle of a pond and the mock turtleneck kind of comes up a little bit, and you sort of cinch it around your mouth. And you can blow into it. It makes like this balloon, <laughs> and you can float around. You look sort of like Quasimodo. <laughs> But it keeps you buoyant. That's one great thing about that, my that, swim shirt. That actually sounds like fun. Yes, uh, that's uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, and I recommend all these things. It's very exciting. All right, now, Mung, as we roll on toward the end of another super fun, fantastic fest, it sounds like you were cooled hand looking it on Main Street, Minnesota fatsing it. You were, oh, wait yeah. a second, you were pool cueing it, J- Jackie Gleasoning it. Yeah, I was sharking. Yeah. I was sharking in some, in Hyannis. Uh, pool shark action, because we were playing billiards. Uh, that's a challenging game. It's hard to find a place with a pool table. And You would think that the Cape would have a lot of places that have a pool table. There are some that have, like, single tables, but what if those are, like, packed? Like, you want a good space that has at least two pool tables, uh, you know, in case you want to play with multiple people. And we had a good time recently at a going away party at Murphy's on Main, which is at the end of Main Street in Hyannis. Huh. And it's a cool uh, little bar restaurant. And they have two really nice uh, uh, pool tables, a cool pool area. They even ex- You don't even have to have coins. It even accepts dollar bills. How much is a game of pool here? I think it was a dollar. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah, yeah. It's a great deal. Because you can play pool for a while, especially oh. a stink. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Because I like the doing things stuff. at a bar as opposed to just sitting there and just like drinking or like listening to people talk activities like darts or ping pong 
long, but pool is awesome. I played with a colleague. We had a, a three games. It came down to the last ball of the third one, and he beat me. Ooh. I'm glad I didn't wager a hundred dollars on that game. But uh, yeah, he was he's he's good on the tables. Holy but it was just shame. nice to that there wasn't a ton of people jockeying for for that table action. You could spread out, have a couple drinks, you know, play some pool. That sounds nice. That sounds relaxing, Greg. That's what we need. Not pinball. That makes me too sort of anxious. I get jittery when I play pinball. All those video games mm-hmm. make me a little anxious. I know I'm losing money and it's going to quickly need more 50 cents oh, yeah. and things and oh, everything. Yeah. So did you menace anyone with your, your, your pool cue? You know, you turn it around and go, Arr, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I was like flipping it around like I was some sort of martial arts master. Oh, yeah. And uh, people uh, or stayed baton a- twirler. St- People stayed away, but they mainly stayed away because I probably had too much uh, garlic parmesan uh, chicken tenders, okay. which were very delicious, um, but they probably uh, smelled my breath. So this is Murphy's on Main Street here in Hyannis. When you say the end of Main Street, you mean toward the West End Rotary? That is correct. That is correct. All right. That sounds like fun. Yeah, across from that Dunkin' Donuts there. All right. That Dunkin' right. Donuts lot. So we get to our spring walking series, fellas. Everyone stretch their hamstrings. Greg, could you grab my foot there? Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh! And Monk, could you grab my other leg there and just pull that out? I got to stretch. Whoa! That's my hamstring. That's not good. That makes you feel better, though. Wow, that? that's oh, that's yeah. rough. We're going to Yarmouth Port. This is one of my favorite and sort of undervisited places, in my opinion. It's the Calorie Darling Conservation Area. The way I know it is, I spend a lot of time at Gray's Beach in Yarmouth Port, uh, going out on the boardwalk. I love it, but. There's some parking areas sort of along the road just as you pull into the parking lot at Gray's Beach. And across the street is this entrance into the forest. And that is an entrance into the Calorie Darling Conservation Area. It delights visitors with its beautiful views and ecological diversity, combination of salt and freshwater wetlands, large variety of plant and animal species. And there are uh, there's swamps and marshes. There's a cool bridge over a marsh. Uh, we were there once. There was a homemade swing at the end. Oh, yeah. I wonder and if it's still there. you could swing out over the marsh, and it was so beautiful. So nice. So that is in Yarmouthport Calorie, C-A-L-L-E-R-Y, Darling Conservation Area. You can also do the Basshole Boardwalk while you're there. And there's uh, that's such a great place because there's a playground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's the boardwalk. Yeah. There's a beach that's fun and free. Free parking. Oh, the F even word. in season. Dropping the F word. You no know, sticker <laughs> needed. Free. Yeah. And yeah. now you have this great calorie darling conservation area. Huh. It really is one of the uh, one-stop outside shopping areas mm-hmm. on the Cape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very nice there mm-hmm. at Calorie uh, Darling. Do you know how long the walk takes? Boy, remember? I'm going to guess you go out and back, and it might be 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Might be a nice. couple miles. That's nice. I mean, and a real short. diversity of sort. You're yeah. on an old road at one at one point. Yeah. You're going through forest at one point. Then you're out, and then you have this shot down at Salt Marsh, and you're looking all the way out to Cape Cod Bay on one side, and the marsh continues on the other side of the bridge. You get some beautiful photos, and then it finally ends like in the marsh itself. And there you are, man and marsh, Greg. Hmm. Just... You and me. Marshes can be lonely. Uh, yeah, there's really nothing. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, unless it's like a bird or something. But 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 it's it's but that's nice. It's just you alone. If you're gonna film one of those movies where like someone uh, is left behind on the planet, you might film it in a marsh mm-hmm. yeah. where a man in a loincloth ran up and down yelling, 
Helen, where are you? Helen! <laughs> and she's not there anymore. No. And his faithful dog, uh, Merganzer, oh, won't Mergan- come. Oh, Merganzer's never Mergan-zer. coming back. He was such a nice dog. Oh, man. Didn't know how to duck, though. That's what happened to him. Merganzer. This the is a dog. This is really sad. And there you are in the marsh trying to, luckily, probably eat things. There might be fish left. Yeah. They're very uh, full of uh, life marshes. Just make sure you avoid the marsh monster, which is the northern equivalent of swamp thing. Ooh. So it's like a marsh yeti? Yes, yes, Mar- a marsh yeti. Like marsh foot? <laughs> yes, yes, marsh foot. There's someone in there. What does marsh foot do if you're there and you're the last person on the planet and it's you versus marsh foot? What oh. happens then? Oh, he throws uh, like razor clam shells oh. at you like ninja stars. You better watch out for marsh monster. So you got to reach down and grab some marsh muck and throw it up into his eyes, right? That's right, that's right. And then do you run or do you attack when you have that chance to attash marsh foot? Always run. Always run from yeah, Marshfoot, so yeah. that's that's our new catchphrase. I don't think Marshfoot can wa- can run that fast. I, I, that's what I've heard. Yeah, but he might set like sort of tiger traps in the marsh, uh, and if he good. catches you, you're dead. You become a marsh snack. Mm. Take it easy, Mung. That's a human life we're talking about. The last person on the planet who is now being slowly roasted on the spit by Marshfoot, and you're <laughs> Stop. saying yum? Stop drooling. Yeah, I was just thinking about oh, all those, the humanity. Taste, those tasty little crustaceans that you could eat out of the marsh. Mm. Oh boy. You know, humans aren't crustaceans. Oh. <laughs> the education of a young mung, Greg. It continues every single week here on the Cape Cod Fun Show. Folks, thank you so much for listening. We are out there looking for fun. We'll see you at the Beachcomber. And we'll get ready next week for the kickoff of summer, the Memorial Day weekend. We're very excited here on the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. Thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for the music. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast. My name is Eric Williams. Monk, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Greg, it's a divine presence that you bring to this broadcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Till next week. Till next time. Keep having fun and see ya. Okay, Monk, here's a chance for your audition again. You wanted to do this again to be an extra in Provincetown TV show. Now you are Marshfoot and you are now addressing a human. Who are you? Me, Marshfoot. You in my belly. Are you friendly, Marshfoot? <laughs> Why are you grabbing me by the shin? <laughs> oh, Marshfoot. Ah! Your grip is so strong. I think I love you. The better to eat you with, my dear. <laughs> That's great, because he's going to get the part in the, the crime drama in P-Town. Come on, mine was better. Oh, boy. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.